0: Ken Paulson from Americana Music News. We had an opportunity to visit with the great Kathy Matea recently just as she released her brand new album, Pretty Bird. I have to tell you, I was a little nervous about talking with Kathy because there'd been a report that she'd had some struggles with her voice. And uh, this woman who'd recorded so many songs I loved, 18 Wheels and a Dozen Roses, Walking Away a Winter, Where Have You Been, so many songs and that fabulous voice. I just was concerned that the next time I heard her, it wouldn't be Kathy Matea anymore. And so we sat down during the Americana Music Festival in the back parking lot of where WMOT was broadcasting and staging an amazing day of music. And I immediately confessed to her my anxiety about her physical condition. I've always uh, loved your work and think the world of you. And I came to see you with some trepidation. It was like. I hope. I hope this is. Uh, I hope I recognize this voice. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not a, uh, a Joe Cocker thing coming at me. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I was frankly blown away. Your 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 voice is in wonderful shape. Strikingly similar to the classic Kathy Matea. Yeah. But it, but it sounds like you even have some new range that
1: well you know that's we did ode to billy joe today which we recorded on the record and part of what that was like a turning point for me in the living room with my my friend bill cooley who's played guitar for me for 28 years he's a great arranger and he arranged everything on this album and um and we one day we're just fooling around with songs i was like look i just have to sing i have to sing all kinds of stuff and so we started talking about old songs and i pulled it out and i was like, there's another gear down here that wasn't there before. Like, I could hit that note when I was younger, but I didn't have, I couldn't use that note. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And my teacher kept saying, I would encourage you not to think of your voice as diminished. Just, it's just, she said, the sweet spot's just moving around. She said, that's all it is.
0: I have to wonder if there aren't other artists who didn't persevere as you did, who basically gave up their careers without rediscovering their own sweet spot.
1: Well, I tell you, I... I thought about it. I thought, you know, do you want to know? Do you really want to know? Because um, there were days that it was really hard. I would try. I would have one great day and the next day I couldn't do what I could do the day before. And so, uh, you know, I had to kind of go through that, like, am I going to come face to face with the fact that I'm not going to sing anymore? But I I just didn't want to, I didn't want to limp through it.
0: That's wonderful. Let's uh, let's not tease listeners any longer and play a track from the new album. Chocolate on my tongue. Here it comes.
1: Sitting on the front porch, ice cream in my hand, melting in the sun, all that chocolate on my tongue, that's a good enough reason to live, good enough reason to live. Sitting in the bathtub, high-five playing low, digging that out green, well, you must know what I mean, that's a good enough reason to live, good enough reason to live.
0: <laughs> that was Chocolate on My Tongue by Kathy Matea. Who wrote that song?
1: That's Oliver Wood of the Wood Brothers, and he sang on it, too.
0: So I was intrigued by your selection of Ode to Billy Joe. I, I understand it. Part of it is, hey, this is a song I couldn't sing, sing yeah, before. Yeah, right? it's a
1: great song, yeah. and I hadn't thought about it in years. I thought, I haven't heard this song in years. So how did it come up? One day, we were just talking about, you know, great classics, and I just started I started playing. I pulled up all the lyrics online, and I just started playing, and um, and it was so much fun that we just started. We had some gigs that next weekend and just pulled it out and did it. So, But the cool thing is... I gave this record to uh, a friend, the mother of a, of a young woman uh, that I, I was getting to know a little bit through some music stuff, and she comes back to me, and she said, you have to tell me what it is. I'm like, what? What? What is? She said, what'd they throw off the bridge? I'm like, dude, are you kidding? And She had never heard the song before, and um, she said, no, 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 I didn't start listening to commercial radio until I was a little older, and so it was kind of fun to turn people you know to think oh you might be turning people on to that
0: that and you're so vain remain the most
1: yeah. pop song <laughs> yes yes exactly
0: all. I think they're throwing Warren Beatty off the bridge <laughs> <laughs> not, I'm not sure um so let's actually let's hear that I I okay. there's, there's never a bad time to hear Joe. let's see that was 67 so 67 wow 50 years ago 51 years ago that's incredible and it and it would be like us in our childhood listening to something from Rudy Valley, I guess.
1: Well, and I tell people, I told this, this uh, friend of mine's mom, I said, you have to go listen to the original. You have to go hear her the way she does it. And that's it's kind of fun to kind of find your own way into it. But um, but to be able to turn people on to the original, I love that opportunity.
0: The Ode to Billy Joel, Kathy Matea's version.
1: The third of June, another sleepy, dusty Delta day. I was out chopping cotton, and my brother was bailing hay. And at dinner time, we stopped and we walked back to the house to eat. And mama hollered out the back y'all remember to wipe your feet then she said I got some news this morning from Choctaw Reed today Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge
0: so you have been um, a prominent recording artist for uh, a few decades now. <laughs> yes. Isn't that scary?
1: No, it's great.
0: Uh, yeah, it, it, because everyone doesn't get that. Yeah. And uh, and you've been able to tour and, and create albums like Cole, albums that m- meant a great deal to you, and I'm sure no one suggested had phenomenal commercial potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've been able to call your own shots. What has changed for you from your earliest days in the business? Less touring, less promotion... What, or do you do everything you always did?
1: A little less touring. I just want to still be enjoying it, you know? And I feel like I have kind of the best, of ever. I get to do the records that I want to do. I have a very loyal following.
0: Of the old stuff? Yeah. What do you have to do at every show?
1: Oh, I do 18 meals at every show because it was such a gift for me. And interestingly, there was this moment, a long time ago now, where I stood, you can hear the show starting up in the background, I started to do 18 wheels and I thought okay here we go gotta do 18 wheels here we go and that night on in on the bus in my bunk I thought don't do this to yourself Kathy this is how you start to lose the thing that was the biggest gift for you so the next night I thought okay I'm gonna listen to the drummer on this he said such a great groove and the next night I thought oh Bill plays such a beautiful solo on this and the next night I thought there might be somebody in the back of the room it might be her first time hearing this song and it might be the only chance she ever gets to hear the girl who sang it on the radio sing it to her i'm gonna sing to her and i just did that every night and after about two weeks my drummer looked up and he said geez what's happened to 18 wheels lately that thing has just come alive and i thought yeah that's my responsibility that's my responsibility
0: that's wonderful and it goes back to you, it's about the song i mean the you've had a you've always had impeccable taste in, in choosing songs uh, and uh, that's actually a talent as well.
1: Well, I, I've been, I was lucky I got taught by people. I got taught by Alan mostly, you know, just to just to really hold out for the ones that really make you react. And wherever you've been, I do every night. That's a that's a gift come from the heart.
0: So we've got time for one more song. You've got uh, a, an album packed full of great songs. Uh, please tell us the story and tell us <laughs> which, which song to play. Um.
1: you TM with uh, us? I don't think we have a TM. I would say, let, let's do Mercy now. This song is such a, such an amazing piece of writing and it's very, very different than anything I've ever done. And I, I never thought I could sing it. I just started listening to it because it made me feel better at a time when I was struggling to sort of comprehend the changes in our culture and the way people treat each other and how polarized things have become. And I would just listen to it every day. And uh, I walked in one day and I said, Bill, I'll, I, you know, I really want to try this, and uh, we couldn't get it. We, we worked for months, and I just, I was like, I don't believe a word she says. I just was trying too hard, you know, and that's the kind of song where the song has already done the work. You just let it come through, and Bill came up with this beautiful arrangement that's sort of gospely, kind of hymn-like, and, um, and we put it on the shelf for a while. We thought, well, we can't do it, and then we pulled it out randomly one day, and some, something in me had stopped trying in between and so we added it in the show and the fun thing is that you know a lot of americana artists a lot of americana listeners know this song but a lot of my audience doesn't know this song so i get to turn people on to this song and into mary Gaucher and her writing and um, her artistry and and that is one of the great pleasures of my job
0: well it's a wonderful album pretty bird Mm -hmm. out now and uh i'm i became a kathy matea fan i will tell you when I wasn't a country fan. Oh. But you had the most entertaining videos in the world. Thank you. <laughs> All your early hits. You always look like you're having a good time. And uh, Pretty Bird, thank you, Kathy Mateo.
1: Thank you, Ken. Thanks so much. Mercy now. The fruits of his labor fall and rot slowly on the ground. His work is almost over. It won't be long. He won't be.
0: AmeriCon Music News is a podcast produced by Sprinter Media, music by Dave Paulson, and you can reach us at amneditor at gmail.com.